When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the New Books Network. Welcome to the New Books in Poetry, a channel of the New Books Network. My name is Yakir Englander, your host today. And today we have a new episode of a series of episodes of, that I'm doing with scholars and artists from Israel and Palestine. I do it since so many times when we hear about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, we hear ideas of people who think about the conflict from outside. What is important for me is to bring the complex voices from the area, from Israel and from Palestine. And today we have the honor to speak with the poet Sigal Naor Perelman, who is a literary scholar, editor, founder, and co-director of the Derech Ruach organization that promotes the humanities in Israel. Sigal has published two research books on Natan Zach and Noach Stern, two Israeli poets, and her first volume of poetry that we will focus today, Machluta, was published in 2020. Machluta, which means in Arabic, mixture, is the first volume of poems by Sigal Naim Naor. The book involves poems about family life, love, and radical political poems. In a personal note, and before we'll start the interview, I want to say that this book of poems is one of the most radical and honest, which use and bring the voices of people who grew up in Haifa. Haifa is a city that has together Israeli Jews and Israeli Palestinian Arabs live together. And in her poems, Sigal doesn't let the readers and the listeners, I hope, to run away from the conflict, to run away from problems, but she give you the nuance of life of what does it mean to be a human who lives inside a conflict. Sometimes, as you will see, we both struggle with the English, which is so important for me that the listeners, mostly people who are English speakers from, you know, from, from birth, you will see the efforts of people who didn't grow up with English what does it mean to translate the life? What does it mean to bring Arabic and Hebrew to the English? So I'm so pleased and so honored to interview Sigal. Sigal, welcome to the New Books Network. Thank you for having me here. Thank you, thank you. It's um, What I would love to do, Sigal, today is to speak about your poetry, and I think your poetry, something that touched me and the, the poems that we're going to read are poems that touch on, I, I would say on the holistic life of people who are living in, in Israel and Palestine, um, because it's a very personal one, but the pol- political parts are coming and are building inside the personal. And there is something in this combination that I think that in, in our podcast, in our dialogue, and also with others that I did, I think it's come again and again. Um, I would love if we can start with your poem, Kovachov in Hebrew. 
um, and uh, come and go in English. If you can please uh, read for us and then we will, I would love if you can share a little bit about the poem. Okay. Come and go. In the room, the women talk about everything that can enter the mouth. A cookie from the buffet or a dress from the magazine or Courbet, origin of the universe in Musée d'Orsay. One of them has been there last summer with her ex-husband. What do you think, girls, about the shooting soldier? Could have been my son, yours, hers? Did anyone read the latest things from Grossman? Moroccan pillows on the sofa, like guests in the living room, guarding the door. Who is it coming? Let's read. Never understood poetry. But Paul is cool. We really like him since high school. This is the poem, Come and Go. It's a gesture to, you know, to, um, to T.S. Eliot. Uh, he's a great uh, poem, um, great poem to uh, uh, Sir Alfred Frockrock or Frukrook. And uh, he has two lines there in the poem when he says, in the room, the women come and go, talking of Michelangelo. You know, it's the bourgeois women that likes to talk about everything and to share everything, but they really don't have, uh, really don't have um, a specific uh, understanding about the political situation. They they grab from here and from there, and then they they, they shape something that they they think they might think that it is a political view, but actually it's not. It's not, but also I wonder, Sigal. Um, Maybe they know politics very well because at the end of the day, they are leaving the politics. I mean, what I love about this poem that you can feel the life of, I don't know, some portion or some parts of Israeli women that you see the mix of culture in, in, in the poem. And at the end of the day, even if they don't know what David Grossman wrote about the political situation, but their, soul, their children are in the military. Something is happening there that um, I wonder about all these women who don't have point or standpoint, but the situation make them that they are involved. Yes, but you know, it's a, it's a, a, a production line, you know, to, to uh, their children join the army, uh, the education system in Israel directs the children to the military. Um, and they, they mothers, they think that it's the, you know, it's the, some evil destiny that they, they, they might accept, that they, they, uh, that they must accept. So I don't really think that the, 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 those women uh, think about the actually meaning of, of sending their, um, their uh, children to the army. They're doing it because it's something that you do. It's something that you must do. Everything, uh, everyone um, send uh, the children to the military. And they, you know, they, they up uh, photos to the uh, Facebook and then to Instagram and they hug the children with a big smile on their faces. And, you know, I don't really think that they, that they understand the, 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 the deep meaning of, of, this, of this action. In Israel, you obey, you are obeying to the, you are obeying to the, you obey to the, to the system. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and can you say something about like, when you write your poetry, um, something that walk with me all over um, the, um, your book um, is the involvement of the personal and the political together. And um, for, for, for the listeners, um, there are a few chapters um, inside this incredible sensitive for me um, book um, you have you have a chapter that uh, speak about um, 
about the boundaries or the borders of the bed, which we'll speak later about intimacy, um, about uh, the diary of, um, of a principal in a high school that she speaks about her, her life, about Ronit Matalon, who was a famous um, poet and, and I think like a um, thinker and um, unbelievable unique person, Ronit Matalon, who passed away a few years ago. And then you have these poets, poems, um, which speak about uh, the holes of entering and the holes of uh, leaving, right? Very personal ones. Can you share a little bit with us about um, where your poetry come from or what made you to decide I'm going to, not to write the poems, but to decide to publish your poetry? You know, in your head, you you do not have sections of of the the the, the, the personal things and the political thing and everything. Everything is a is a mixture is a mixture of of, of everything, and uh, you don't need a passport to move from one thought to another thought, and everything is 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 everything is everything attacks you attack you together. Um, and this is this is my motivation to to uh, to write those poems. I have something that that stressed me stressed me from from outside, and and um, and I need to sit and I need to write something. I really don't know what what is this something, uh, what shape it will have. But I need to write, and everything is 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 um, everything. Um, it looks like some I don't know. Um, looks like uh, uh, I don't really I don't really um, have, a, have, a, have a sharp consciousness about the, the things I write. I know something. But but the, the 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 political situation is very personal to me, and then the personal thing are very are very you know uh, politic to me. It's like it's so interesting. So you said that the political and the personal are very involved with each other. Yes. Yes, and um, I wonder who are the people that do you think about your readers when you when you write your poetry? No, because if I would, I won't yes. write even, even one letter because, 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 you know, I'm a very nice person, indeed. And I'm very generous and very kind and everything, but in my poetry, I'm very violent. I very, I have a, a heavy, and have a, a very a heavy irony that I use um, in my poetry. I have um, I have uh, um, knives and swords and everything, and, and I yeah. need to I need to use those tools and not you know um, gentle tools. So I don't think about my reader, but yes, I want to communicate with them. I want to I want to, to I want to uh, I want to get into their hearts. Yes, I want to. I want them to be interested in my in my words, um, and I want to be very 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 sharp and very clear, and not um, and not um, uh, sophisticated, mm -hmm. uh, not to be sophisticated. I want to be very clear in my in my words. Uh, I want to, to I want to make them understand. Um, my my point of view, my thoughts. I want them to to get new to my life, uh, to my family, to my deepest deepest thought and, and feelings and everything. But I'm not a person that you meet now in my poems. Yes, I'm not that person, that nice person. No, I'm something else. And do you? Do you let yourself, like, do you feel all, I mean, for sure you feel all these feelings, but I, I wonder about it. So 
I want to share with you something, Sigal, and it's, it's, it's also connected to, to this beautiful poem. Um, when I was involved in, in, in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict in Jerusalem, uh, I was running a youth movement for Muslim, Christian, and Jewish youth, many of them coming from families who deeply didn't believe in peace. Um, one of the things people ask me, why do you do peace? Or why do you try to do something to change? And I said, you know, I don't think about the people who deeply care about politics. I actually care about the majority who just want to, to live. About all these mothers who maybe don't think, I think Sigal, as you mentioned here in this poem, who do not think why they send their kids to the military and why it's normal that your kids when they are 18 to go to military. Um, I think that I want to work for change for them so they can continue not to ask these questions, but we not need to send their kids to, to, to military. And um, I really love the, the exp like the, your description of why you're right, because do you want to give each one of us the permission to be the other Sigal, in a way? Yes, I do, I do not talk about peace, I must say. I don't, I, I'm not romantic. Uh, I don't have a romantic thought or something. But I want people to live, you know, to be safe, uh, to be peaceful, uh, to can provide themselves. Um, and... So that's why I can't understand how the Israeli people uh, lean to their ideological um, thought and, and, and point of views and not about the personal, the, the, you know, the people that stands in front of you, the child. They don't care about it, you know, the child, in, you know, about, um, uh, I think it was something, it was something like, I think more than 600 uh, children that killed in the um, in May in May uh, 2021. Um, so what about those kids? What about those kids? Uh, but the people in Israel are so so you know they so um, they are so rough and and they feel like victims all the time, mm -hmm. and they can't see the the, the people that that stand in front of them, that there, that there are an, a actual, an actual, actual people uh, with lives, with, with desires, with, with a lot of things. And this is very personal for me. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 you know, the, this feeling of mercy, mercy, to mercy people. Um, uh, to think about the, the, the mother that, that lives in the other side, uh, in the other side of the fence. But no, the Arab people are always, are always cruel to the children. They want their children to be a shaheed and everything. But here we are okay. We, we are very um, moral people and everything. And I can't stand it. I really can't stand it. And, and I think that, that yes, this is, the, this is the point where, where my poetry tries to, to, to make sound different. And I try to convince people to think otherwise, not to think like, you know, like cows that goes to, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah, thank you. You know that you have another poem that we will not read today, but um, you speak to, um, in one of the operation, there was um, a unit, its name is Givati, and uh, just before they came um, into um, Gaza, um, they, the, the officer, he gave them a speech, right? Uh, um, his name is Ofer, and um, I, I, you know, it's a very famous speech that he, he gave and, I, and uh, we, we, we will not read it, but um, I really love that you, you understand that at the end of the day, we have here a general who speak to 18 years old children 
right? And the words and the connections that he did between the operations that are going to go into Gaza to the biblical wars between Israel and the enemies, right? And I think- With the Bible and the battle. Yes, yes, with the Bible and the battle. No, Thank you. And the battle. These, these two, you know, entities that he connects together, he connects together and pursue those children to go you know, with their with their holy, holy, I don't know, holy feelings and and then the lot of fame and um, to go with a lot of pathos to, to this to this battle and to, to do something like like the you know God. Awful winter is a god, is a god that, that tells the, the, those 18 years old children to go and fight for the for an, some something very, you know, big, bigger than them. Biggest than them. Yes, yes. And you you take him and like in a way you you try to like you say who he is, like right? You you really show, I think you um the readers, it's like, Ophir Winter, what do you do? And where do we live that this is what's happened to the military before they go into a super complicated, from mostly humanitarian point of view, right? To go into Gaza is like to go to a place where kids are going to be between bullets, like innocent people are going to be between bullets. And there is something by looking at it from a biblical perspective that give permission not to see all of that in a way, because we speak about the big enemy. Um, That's a huge manipulation manipulation on those yes, children. Yes. You need to see it. Okay, go to the battle. Go, go, go and, and, and do whatever you need to do because, because, you know, you need to do it because you are in the army and everything. But don't think that this is, uh, this is something uh, uh, that uh, will make you... What a difference between between those soldiers and the and the and you know the the Shahids. What's the difference? They are the same. Why do you think you're better? Think about yourself as 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 as, as something that you you know. Be aware to yourself. Be aware to your to your actions, to your thought. And it leads Sigal to a very personal poem that you wrote to your child, to Nitzan. And I think that in this poem, we're going to see how the political become so personal. Will you please, Sigal, um, um, read for us a poem? Yes, this is a poem for Nitsan. She's my biggest daughter. She lives in Paris since she was uh, 17 years old. She's now, I think she's 10 years almost there. Uh, and um, yeah, she couldn't. She couldn't join the army. She couldn't. She couldn't think even to to carry a weapon or to do something. So. And do you think uh, that because is it connected to the education that you gave her, like these sensitivities that she couldn't even hold, think to hold um, a weapon? Maybe I try to say it in, in English, but you know, but you know, in the Bible there's a chapter about. Dvora, she was the, she was a prophet, yes. and uh, she uh, she sang about about uh, about the Plishtim and Sisra. He was there, uh, and um, she says that the Tiael Eshet Chevera Keini in the Bible. The one, she was yeah, the one children. who killed the officer, like the the most general of the enemy. Um, yes. yes was a friend, a very good friend of Israel, of the Israeli people. And um, and the, the Mitzan was, I think she was uh, uh, four grade or something. And the teacher asked the, the children in the class about, about this, this poem um, of Dvora. And Mitzan said, I'm not, she, 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 she was not fascinating about this, uh, fascinated about this, Poetry, but she said that she think about the mother of Sisra mm. that stands near the window waiting for a son to come home, and he will never come back home. So this is Nitzan, and I don't know if it's if it's my education or I don't really know, but she's very very sensitive sensitive girl, and she's now when she lives in Paris and she she writes about Israel. All the time. Mm, this is a, a PhD 
um, uh, she writes now her dissertation and she writes about Israel because Israel is, she is fascinated, fascinated from, from Israel and their political situation and everything. But she's very, she's, she, she's she, yeah, she's very sensitive. And she, she said, I, I remember that she told me that, she, that if uh, a, three-year-old, a three-year-old boy will stand in front of her and ask her, why do, why do you wear a uniform? And she said, and I, would, I wouldn't know what to, what to say to this, to this child, little child. So. Wow, thank you. Yeah, let's read. I smuggled you across the border that no hand of those who find joy in their labor might touch you. No hand of those dealing in blood, though no one misses you as I do. Your father, perhaps, or your brothers. I saved you when you told me, Mom, they're fixing us like buns in the oven so that we'll come out at the right time, ready to serve the sword, though constantly, every evening, I miss you and come found your good days far away from here. Your good heart stands firm against the flood of brow razors, but it is I, my daughter, who saved you. For since the day you were born, I whispered in your ear, don't fall for the animal road, talk of destruction. We are strangers to any man. And then you refuse to sing to be a free nation, You couldn't say free because you knew, not free like a bullet shot through a rifle scope to the head. For much is the grievousness and much the sacrifice and the heart untouched by suffering as if 80 years is not man's lot upon this earth. My daughter, both of us shall know that from the day you were born, I pushed you away so that you learn to live without me across the border with a friend, a lover, my forsaken heart, one bun saved for good from the all-consuming oven. <laughs> when did you write this poem? It was in the Memorial Day. I think it was... Um... 2012 maybe um, and I was shocked about uh, about the people who the grievance was so deep and they, 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 they talked about the, the bad destiny of the Israeli people and I wanted to tell them no you, you do not have to be like a buns in the oven you can be something else. You can, you can shape your, your own destiny. You can shape the, the Israeli destiny. You can do, you can do, you can, you can play, you can play in, uh, you can play your, your you know, you, you, you can do something else. You don't have to, you don't have to, to obey, and to obey the military, to obey the, the, the things that you, that you, the educational system in Israel um, directs you in, into the, all the, 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 the mil, those military so, thoughts. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Nitsan, it was, uh, I think uh, she moved to Paris then. And I want, and I miss, I missed her so much. But I was so proud, proud um, at her, and I was so proud that that's that's what she decided to do, mm-hmm. to leave this country, and to live across the border, and to and to write about Israel, but from Paris, and to to see things clear, and not not to be you know, um, not to to be. Fascinated from this, all this grievance and uh, you know the, the, this victim, um, victim state of mind. Mm-hmm. 
Did you had a chance, like, did, did it happen that you you were reading this poem, I don't know, in different, uh, you know, events that you did or, or, or other things? What's the reaction to, to your poetry from, from the readers or from people that are listening to, to these poems? Sometimes when I read the, uh, the poem for Nitsan, a lot of people uh, cry. Cry because, because I think they touched by this, by this poem, uh, because it's very personal yes. and it's not and it's not criticizes them, but it's it's um, it's a relationship between a mother and a daughter, uh, and it's very um, and it's very uh, and we have you know it's very intim- intimate this relationship, so. They cry, and I think they understand something about the, about their point of view, or their decisions, or their. Um, I, I, I want very much to 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 get into their hearts, mm. into the into those uh, people' hearts, and um, and to, to to convince them that something here is very wrong. I know that. In the in the in the other morning when you know they 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 will send the children to the army I know but I hope that that I could that I could that maybe maybe something a little thing moved in the hearts and uh, maybe they will think otherwise uh, in the future I don't know. Mm-hmm. is your oldest, right? What, what do you think with the others will happen with military and their decisions? Adele joined the army and he was in the Navy. And now my, my youngest daughter is in the army. So, you know, we're not like, we're not like um, one fabric. Yes. Our, our, you know, uh, we have a lot of, uh, we are a lot of things in this family, but but I think that that we're that my children are very sensitive. And I, I asked my my youngest daughter, what would you do if you need to go and you know and uh, and guard in the occupied territories? What are you going to do? And she starts. It was I think it it was before yes before she she joined the army. And she started to cry and she said, I don't know, I will see. I will mm. see, I will see. But I know, I know, I, I know in my bottom of my heart that if she 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 will need to to if she need to go to the to to the occupied territories, I think that she will she will refuse to do that. And maybe she'll go to jail. And I know it. I know it. I hope she. I hope she. She won't do it because because I think that the young people need to say no. I re, I refuse. I refuse. That's it. We need to stop this this situation. This 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 evil situation. It's it's it's. I think it's so powerful for for our listeners like to know that um, that the, the mother who wrote. The poem to Nitsan is also a mother for like two other children who are in the military. And I think something very powerful about, about your poems that you have a very strong opinions. And on the same time, you understand that life is even more complex than that. Right? That uh, life in life, we are holding contradict values together. And maybe what for me, one of the gifts that I got from your book is maybe the wish that each one of us will be more sensitive um, because sometimes we do hard things, but the question is like, how do you do them? What is your attitude? I can't put an, an heavy end on my, on my chip. Yeah. I can't put, put you know, and, and I, can't, I cannot tell them what to do, do, do but, but we are not liberal. We are very radical in this house. We are radical, but but you know, yes, it's very very complicated situation, and 
And my, my children are more important to me than my, uh, my, my opinions. Mm. So the, the personal is more important to me than my political opinions. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Which lead us, Sigal, to, to a poem that it's not translated to English, but I think it's something that, something that I felt very much all over the book is the multi-layers of the cultures that are involved in Sigal, right? The Arabic, the Hebrew, the Yiddish. Um, so I, I, I would love you, I would love if we can read the Anna Machluta, which is the first um, poem in the book. It's also Anna Machluta, Anna, which is also Machluta, is, um, is also the, um, the name of the whole um, books of uh, poems. And can, before we're going to read it, um, can you share a little bit about, you grew up in Haifa, right, which is a city that involves everything you can imagine in Israel and, and Palestine together. Um, yeah. Can you share a little bit about that before you read the poem? Yes, you know, the, uh, the people who live uh, on the mountain are considered more than the people who live downtown Haifa. Mm -hmm. um, in Haifa, you need, to have, you need to have money. If you're rich, you're something else. And if you're poor, you're something else. And uh, I was born in Kirat Eliezer. It's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's, it's a neighborhood downtown Haifa. Yeah. And there uh, were a lot of, 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 um, of people who survived the Holocaust. And I, I, can, remember, I can remember one man who, who uh, ran naked on the, on the streets. And uh, he was there, the, you know, uh, some... It, and my mother said he came from the Holocaust. Hmm. He came from the, the Holocaust. They passed the Holocaust. So, so, uh, and yes, but but you know, Haifa in Haifa there are a lot of Arabs and Jews, but but usually they don't meet, they don't meet, uh, they not meet, they don't sit together. Sometimes yes, sometimes not. But um, but I have now, you know, uh, uh, I promoted the, the humanities in Israel, and I have schools in Israel, in the universities, in Haifa University, Tel Aviv University, Bar Ilan. Ben Gurion in the Negev and uh, uh, two other colleges, Ronim and Tel Chai, and uh, we have uh, we have um, now a class with with the almost twenty Arab students that study together mm. with the Jews, and um, and it's great. But but Haifa is very very you know it's the people here are very bourgeois. Um, and um, and it's a very complicated city. Although although I must say that that we meet the Jews here and the Arabs uh, live here more the more uh, comfortable more com comfortably than in uh, in Tel Aviv or in Jerusalem or uh, it's very natural, but it's not it's not uh, uh, we have what. We have a lot to do. We have a lot to do. But um, yes, Haifa is a very, you know, I, I like the city. I was born here and and, I, and... and now you live in the mountain, I guess. In the mountain, yeah. Oh, yes, in the mountain, <laughs> on the mountain, uh, on the top of the mountain. Um, but I remember downtown Haifa all the time. It's, it's in my body. It's in my soul. It's, it's you know, it's how I live. It's it's how I how I think. It's mm -hmm. um, so so. Let's 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 read it. Yes, it's a poem. I, I just say it's in yes. uh, Arabic and Yiddish because uh, those two languages those two language 
uh, I heard uh, in my uh, when I was a little little child, um, my mom uh, spoke uh, Yiddish with my grandma and my um, my other grandma and grandpa. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> they use they. Um, uh, Uh, talked uh, Arabic, but you know, not the not the oral, oral Arabic or the uh, they talk the Fusha. It's the literary Arabic. The literary, yeah, the literature, yeah. Yes, this is a this is a mixture high quality. of those. Yes, of those two two languages. How, how did they speak between them? Like how you did ever Hebrew? Hebrew. Okay. Hebrew, but 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 they have a lot of you know a lot of. Uh, Um, they they have a sentence for, for for every every a phrase for every um, situation in Arabic. So, <laughs> so let's hear some of this. Ana machluta ana. Ana machluta ana. Ana machluta. Tariban mabsuta. Tariban mabsuta. Ana machluta mabsuta. Ijara bituli jar. זייזנס גס קינדר, דיממה, דרייד זיכרו מתמנר. אנא מוש מבסוטה, לכה לי אני ואפה. באו לי ז'רה, ז'רדון חם אל פרה. ובאו לי ז'ר, כול חנפוס בעיני אימו רזל. אנא מן קריאת אליעזר, חיפה חמרה, מחלותה, לא זמירו. Seriously. <laughs> I need to be very proud of your Yiddish. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But you know, my, my mom said that it's a, it's a street Yiddish. It's, it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a very, very low Yiddish. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you said. Which is yes. so interesting because when we think many times about the Ashkenazi and the Sephardic in Israel, we think about like the Ashkenazi as a high level and, and then the, our, the, This Mizrahi is a, is a lower level, and here you, you did the opposite. Like your Yiddish is a Yiddish of the street, and the Arabic is like the high level, you know, literature Arabic. I'm shocked by your, by your observation because you, you, you're so right, because, you know, my, my, my grandma uh, was Russian, speaks, uh, she, she spoke uh, Yiddish, She was, uh, she was like a, like a farm woman, you know, she, she came from, from Russia and she was very heavy and she used to cut the bread on her chest <laughs> uh, and she was very like, um, and my, my grandpa and my grandma, they, they were born in, uh, in Syria. They were very noble people and uh, They were, you know, my, my grandpa was uh, um, he was, oh, he, he was, oh, really, he was, this, um, he spoke at, at the radio, he was. Uh, yes, as a radio, yeah, he, yeah, and he was, yes, he was a radio man and he, and he, he spoke. Sigal, also when he came to, also when he came to Israel, he continued to use the radio or he couldn't. This is, this is what he did in Israel because oh, in it was Israel. when it, yes when he came to Israel he was 12 he was very he was uh, very smart and he was a bright boy and everything but um, and he was in college yes. Israel in Arabic he was college Israel in Arabic oh unbelievable yes. so he spoke Fuscha all the time like the literature Fuscha all the time yes Fuscha all the time Fuscha yes this is the you know Um, so so every time when my head is uh, hurting I say Rasin fasah Rasi or you know Kalamil Asama bintasa ilabita al shushim khaba a word that you say you can't forget and they 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 uh, something I don't know but 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 I use I use the, those terms and those those phrases all the time because 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 this is what I what I um, uh, was heard when I was a little child and also the Yiddish my, my mom talked with my with my grandma on the phone and uh, I know I, 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 I try try to understand what my what my grandma is answering my mother so <laughs> uh, it's wonderful it's wonderful 
Sigal, before we, we move to, to our last poem, I want, if you can, I, I don't know if, if there is an answer for that, but lately there is, in, at least in my experience, like a lot of poetry that is probably very good quality poetry in Israel that is coming out. Um, also, there is an incredible project of um, Van Leer University together with Pardes and I think some others of translating um, poetry and uh, not poetry, but literature um, from all over the Arab world, um, you know, to, to Hebrew. I'm teaching uh, in, uh, you know, we are co-teachers uh, in Derech Ruach, Yad Baraguti, is a translator oh. for uh, Maktoub and yes. me, and we're t- we, we are um, co-teaching uh, an Arab class of the, the class I told you about. Unbelievable. And yes, and we use the two languages, Hebrew and Arabic, and we translate from uh, Hebrew into Arabic and the, and the opposite. And his it's, book it's is about Akko. It's about Akko, right? The city of Akko. Yes, this um, is this is a beautiful, 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 beautiful. Yes, beautiful book. is is and is a great person and a very generous person and everything. And it and it is it is it is great to to teach um, to teach with him together uh, this class. It's uh, you know, I'm. It's it's great. So, so can you share, because I feel that in, on, on the one hand, there is projects like the one that you just share and you teach together. And then maybe on the other hand, I see much more poetry that doesn't touch almost at all the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, as if we are living in another place that is very personal. It's, it's beautiful, it's gentle, it's sensitive. I think it speaks about existential question around um, being a woman, being a, being a mother, religious in a spiritual way, but as if we, there is no conflict anymore. Yes, Yakir, we are now collecting likes in the Facebook. This is what we do now. And if we want to, to collect likes, so we can't talk, we can't write about the main issues uh, that bother us. We, we want to be nice, and we want to please the, our readers. And you know, in Israel now, in Israel now you, you, you can't even say, you can't even say the, when you go out, when you, when you meet people, you can't say the occupied territories, you can't say occupation at all. You can't say this word because people will look at you and what, what are you talking about? And people, people, people want very much the, the love of the audience. They will, and so they, 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 you know, they write what, what they think the, the audience um, would like to, to read or to hear. Um, that this this is the you know this is the situation here, and and you know yeah, there there are committees of prizes, and if you want to to commit your your book to and to get a prize, so what are we talking about? The committee may be maybe um, right wing, so what are you going to do? It's a lot of money, and you and you need this money to continue uh, writing. So, so you do whatever your audience sometimes like to, to hear. And so they feel nice and comfortable. And you know, and, and, and this how you, you, you are betraying the, the, the art, the essence of art. This is not art to be, to be nice. The essence of, of art is to be is to be, you know, to be sharp, to be, to, to be very precise on what on, on your on what you are doing with, with, the, with the tools of art. Um, and Israel, you know, Israel, Israel is very right wing. You can see it. Um, you can see it all over the place. Um, thank you. So thank the poetry you. also. Yeah. Poetry also. Yes. Thank you, Sigal. So, so let's go to the very personal. 
let's yeah. go to to them you know to borders of the bed and the intimacy that is happening inside this uh, this specific poem is, is is powerful it's like and and I, I I almost felt that this poem cannot be written outside of bed like you need to go back to the bed to be able to write such a powerful poem um, do you remember when you when you wrote it yes it was the you know the crazy 40. Uh, I was 40 and, you know, you, you start to think about your life. Uh, I get married when, when I was 22. Mm, very young. Uh, my children were big. And I started to think, what are, you go- what are you going to do with your life? Is this is how your life going to be? Uh, do you want something else? and the hormones and everything and this is the 40 you know this is the 40 so it's a very I think very desirable poem about it's I was my feelings were very very heavy Hmm. and and I felt I felt I want more and more and more and more and more but but when I looked myself in the mirror I didn't like the woman, this, this woman. Um, she was not a moral woman. She was not a nice woman. Um, I didn't like her because when I, when I was a child, I thought I would be a romantic woman. I would be a nice woman, good woman to my husband. And then, you know, uh, I met a reality <laughs> and it was not easy for me. But you know, I'm very, I know, I'm very honest about this. And um, if I want to read, I need to be honest because I want to be honest to, to all the, those women who read uh, this poem. I don't want to lie to them to say, no, 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 you need to be like this and you need to be like that. I want to say the truth. So this is my truth. Let's read it, please. The Borders of the Bed. I don't like the woman I've become, or maybe it was always her under the hard bones, the soft skin. Loves lie, a time almost as long as my life. In love's truth, I poured my heart towards you. Many songs filled my soul as if there was such a thing as love. And in the mirror, a hard, an evil heart, red, cruel, violent. What have I become? I asked you and draw a train with smoke coming out of his chimney. Remember the beautiful story my soul sister wrote? I'm not leaving you. White as a spider in two slashes and the face stretching out towards the quick moment. Into this I drained. After the seed of fire. This isn't me. What have I become? Man, talk, touches, kisses, fingers shoving in different tongues, chattering, drinking, firm hold at the elbow. I moved so far away, packing, crying, remnants of love. My skin itches, burns, Lost touches, squeezed into the soft arches of, of imaginary family life. But sorry, this is ordinary and not my sealed childhood, out of which I can't escape, out of which we can't escape. You alone, me alone, each and, this, and his own mother. I won't ask when, I'll never ask when, if it's meant to be, let it be now. Although I ask, this too is ordinary, and you say nothing, a capped blink of an eye of saying nothing. God save love, and nothing, anything about love. The body pours like water to a vessel. It is the sole position, well-timed complications of sleep and hurting my cheek on your soft chest. Blessed be the old habit. Only then the body falls into the soul, spills, 
spatters all around. But remember that well, my dear, the borders are the bed. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable, Sigal. It's, it's, it's like all what we feel, you know, these moments when we, I don't know, maybe for you it's simple here, but I, I, I think about these moments in life when we feel something and we are even afraid to admit that we feel them. This is for me your poem. This is my free zone, you know. This is really my free zone. Here, when I, when I write, I know that if I want to lie, to say lies, so please, please go outside, meet friends, say lies, whatever you like, whatever you want. But if you want to write, you need to be honest but you know to be very 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 honest and my husband knows he knows that this is this is me and this is the other me um, and and he needs to to uh, to admit or to uh, to admit that this is the woman he was married to um, and, and sometimes I see him move not very comfortably in, in his chair when he reads, but, but, but this is it. And, and I need to, 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 to say it when I, when I write. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a very important thing to me. Thank you so much. You know, I'm thinking about another poet, uh, poet, um, poet uh, Avishai Khuri, who just published a, yes. a beautiful, um, also incredible book. And um, he speaks about when he gets money from his father, who give him a gift uh, of money, a big amount of money to publish the book. And he says, like, how much he would know and what will happen to my Abba, to my father, when he's going to read the critique that's in the book about him. And I think... Yeah. You need to kill your parents. You need to kill your children. You need to to kill your 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 husband. You need to kill your 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 you know your wife. You need to do this thing because this is literature. Uh, literature is not is not very nice. We talked about this, this you know this uh, state of mind. Um, you can be nice, and you need to to put your parents on the table, and to you know. And to do everything because um, because li the literature is more important now from life now when you when you when you write. Of course, I don't want my mother to be hurt. I don't want you know. I want her to be safe and everything. But and sometimes, of course, when when my, when my mom read reads a poem of mine, she said, "Oh, am I so so stupid? Oh, am I so uh, you know?" And I say no, no, no! It's not you. It's not you. But in my, in my, in my heart, I know that that this is the this is the job. This is the job. Um, you can be a nice person when you write. And maybe in order to love, we need to give all these multi layers to be there, so we can really. Maybe this is a way how to love a person is to understand that we have these contradict layers. That, um, that love and also hate each other and disgust by each other, right? And as we have it, in a way we bring this package. And I think, um, I think a lot about prayers. And, you know, there is a prayer that we say in Yom Kippur, when you come to God and you says, this is what I have, Kli Basar, you know, th this is his flesh and blood. And maybe this is also what we want to say to our beloved one. Um, yes. This is who we are, we're humans. Hamlet, Hamlet loves his mother, you know, but he say you are like a, like a massive, massive flesh. And, you know, something like a man, oh, he says, you are massive flesh. I don't know how to say it in Shakespearean English, but, but yes, this, this is, this is, a, we can't love something that is, you know, that is made from one layer, uh, as you said. We have a lot of lots of layers and um, a lot of you know um, 
this is people, you know, in, in Facebook, ah, oh, you are nice and everything, but in life, we are not. So that's how we are, you know. Yeah. People, flesh <laughs> and blood. I cannot wait, Sigal, to, to read your next poems that probably some of them will critique Facebook for sure. Um, <laughs> we, yes. we can write a poem, you can write a poem about uh, yes. likes in, in Facebook. Um, Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> Sigal, thank you so much for being with us in the New Books Network. It was a real gift for us. Thank you.